Hey, welcome back my little stormers. Today I have a really special guest and his name is Jack. Jack? Say something. Hi. <laughs> okay, Jack is my oldest son. Jackson, how old are you? Seven. Seven? Do you remember when your birthday is? No. <laughs> <laughs> of course not. Okay. So this is going to be kind of a quick episode. Um, Roman happens to be taking a nap right now. So we're kind of just doing something quick. I'm going to tell a couple of scary ghost stories. And Jackson is going to tell us how he feels about them. What do you think, Jack? This is going to be really fun. <laughs> you think it's going to be pretty cool? Yeah. <laughs> cool. And I listen to these all the time. I listen to my mom's podcast all the time. <laughs> yeah, you like, really the, cool. you like the stories, huh? Yeah. You know to ignore the bad words, right? Yeah. Good. Okay. So <clears throat> our first uh, story is called The Cell Phone. A couple of months ago, my friend's cousin, a single mother, bought a new cell phone after a long day of work. She came home, placed her phone on the counter, and went to watch TV. Her son came to her and asked if he could play with her new phone. She told him not to call anyone or mess with the text messages, and he agreed. At around 11.20, um, she was pretty drowsy, so she decided to tuck her son in and go to bed. She walked into his room and saw that he wasn't there. She then ran over to her room to find him sleeping on her bed with the phone in his hand. Relieved, she picked up the phone Oh, she picked her phone back up from his hand to inspect it. Browsing through it, she noticed only minor changes, such as a new background, banner, etc. And then she opened up her saved pictures. She began deleting the pictures he had taken until only one new picture remained. When she first saw it, she was in disbelief. It was her son sleeping on her bed but the picture was taken by someone else above him and it showed the left half of an elderly woman's face. And that's the end of that story. <laughs> that's pretty creepy, isn't it? Yeah, I wish it would go on, though. I do, too. I kind of wish it was a little longer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this this one's called um, Ghost Bro. I, 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 and I mean bro as in like, yo, bro, bro. My house was built in 1904. It is a single family home, wood, wood frame sitting on um, a concrete block foundation. I've been living here for about 12 years. Of all the weird things that my siblings and me have seen or heard in this house, this one event is by far my favorite. This happened to my brother. About 10 years ago, my brother and his best friends had started a garage band playing um, mostly Spanish rock alternative music, but in Spanish. His friends could only get together on Sunday afternoons. Then, um, oh, they would practice into the early evening, and they would usually call it quits around, I don't know, 8 p.m. This was the time that I usually showed up and went to bed because I had worked the graveyard shift. This happened in late fall, so the days were getting shorter and they had just finished a long session when the decision to head back or to head to someone else's house came about. My brother handed his car keys to his buddy so they could load up the equipment. Everyone had filled out of the basement and, oh, but the tricky part was that they needed to walk all the way to the back of the basement up the back stairs through the kitchen doorway and down the hall into the living room and out into the front porch. Everyone was outside sitting in my brother's truck waiting for him. My brother was walking up the back stairs when he remembered that he had left his... What? Okay. When he remembered that he had left his pancakes in a to-go container sitting on the speaker in the basement, he made the decision to go back. Now, the basement is not clean, with full sight lines... There has been, oh, there had been partitions made, the boiler, the main heating unit are right smack dab in the, in the middle. So after my brother walks back, 
He was about to retrieve his food container when out of the corner of the eye, out of, oh my God, I'm sorry. Out of the corner of his eye, he sees it. It's a shadowy figure right at his peripheral vision. Wiki. Gosh, dang it. Sorry. This feeling of dread and uneasiness washed over my brother. We had been taught that if you were in the presence of a spirit or a ghost and you felt a bad vibe to say a quick prayer or to cuss at it. My brother chose the latter. He basically told it, hey, fuck you. I don't have time for this shit. My brother started to walk back up the basement and briskly up the stairs, closing the doors and turning off the lights as he was walking out. The last light switch is on the opposite side of the front door. Luckily, the door was open and the light from the street lamp was flooding in the living room with its amber light. My brother said that he felt something at his back and at no point did he turn around. As he flicked the last switch in the living room, it went dark and as did the rest of the house. As he stepped out and pulled on, oh, pulled on, yeah, pulled on the door, closing it behind him, still holding his food container in one hand, he jogged down the few uh, porch steps and he walked towards our front gate. Our house resides far from the main street, essentially having a great large front yard, but no rear garage. As he closed the gap between himself and his friend laden truck, he kind of smiled and thought things over in his head mad at himself for spooking out when there was no reason. He climbed into the driver's side of the truck, putting his seatbelt and getting ready to pull out of the parking lot directly um, in front of the house. When one of his friends asked, Hey, wait, what about your brother? Isn't he coming with us? My brother answered, What do you mean? He went to work early tonight. He's already gone. Do you see his car anywhere? The next question they asked, so then who was walking behind you when you were leaving the house? Creepy. Yeah. <laughs> That's creepy. <laughs> Not cool, huh? Yeah. <laughs> okay. This next one is called The Rocking Horse. One night when I was maybe eh, 10 or 12, I had trouble falling asleep. My bedroom was the entire top floor of our house with my bed and such being on the left hand si- or left side and storage closets and play area being on the right. I was laying in bed when I heard a noise from the other side of the room and seeing a rocking horse begin to rock. It was sitting just outside one of the storage closets. It proceeded to wa- rock its way halfway across the room and stopped dead under the ceiling light. At this point, I was freaking out. And just buried my head under the blankets and never peeked out again until morning. It was all confirmed to not be a dream as the rocking horse was still in the middle of my room when I woke up. Furthermore, I got a stern reprimand from my parents for being out of bed and playing with my toys well past bedtime. Their bedroom was directly below the storage closet play area and they had heard the creaking of the rocking horse shuffling across the room. (laughs) <laughs> that one was probably the creepiest one yeah that's pretty that's pretty creepy what would you do if that happened to you i would open my window and throw, toss it chuck it as hard as i can <laughs> <out> my window <laughs> and then i would run downstairs and then i would get you <laughs> and, and then jake yeah and i would be terrified <laughs> <laughs> it would be scary Okay, this next one is called The Following. My older sister has a ghost that's followed her around for years. I lived with her once for about three months, and so much weird stuff happened in that time. All my sister would say to me when I mentioned it was that her ghost didn't like me being there. Things like going to bed with everything locked up, switching off, and waking up in the morning with the back door open, lights on, kettle switched on. One night, uh, one night, my sister and I were getting ready to go out, and I asked to borrow her liquid foundation. I used it and put it back where she kept her makeup. Ten minutes later, she asked me for it, and it was nowhere to be seen. She accused me of taking it and made me buy her a new one. 
and refused to listen to my side of the story. About a year or so later, when she was packing to move to a new house, she found the makeup in a shoebox with some old letters. The shoebox was in a zipped up suitcase that was underneath her bed. But probably the most scared I ever felt was one afternoon when I was the only one in the house, which never happened as four people lived there. I arrived home from work and headed straight to the bedroom. All of the doors slash windows, etc. were closed. I was standing in my bedroom and started squeezing a pimple on my chin when a female voice in the hall said, Stop picking at your zits. Gross. Um... (laughs) It was loud and it was loud enough and sounded real enough at the time that I thought it was my sister. So I laughed it off and told her to leave me alone. And then she asked, oh, and then asked her what she was doing for dinner. No answer. I stuck my head onto the hall. No one there. I searched the house top to bottom. There was no one home. I sat out on the front porch until someone else got home because I did not want to be there alone. Mm-hmm. Not great, right? No. This one's called The Whispers. Um, this is a story I do not I do not often tell. I promise sincerely that this has scarred me for life, and although I've looked into psychological explanations for what I heard and natural explanations for what occurred, they remain unsatisfactory. When I was a child, I was scared of the dark. I swore to my mother I heard voices in it. They were not evil, but they were not familiar, so they scared me. It was not uncommon in the middle of the night for me to wake up and hear whispers, as I would call them. When asking my mom, she figured that they were just bumps in the night and typical kids' nightmare material. I tried often to explain to her that it was more than that, that they sounded different from one another. The way people's voices do. Uh, On some nights, I would get so scared from these whispers that I would sleep in my mom's bed with her. It was an added bonus that the bathroom was directly outside of her bedroom door for my late night tinkles. (laughs) Oh, God. Need some comic relief in this story. Yeah. (laughs) I should add at this point that when walking out into the hall to go to the bathroom, you look directly down the stairs that would lead you to my living room on the first floor. As my mom's bedroom was on the second floor, one such night around Christmas, I awoke and I felt the need to relieve myself. I walked out the door and distinctly heard the phrase, Look! And to my astonishment, a red light, almost like a spotlight, was cast upon the wall at the very bottom of the stairs. The light had no source. It was by itself. I was transfixed by it. Being a little kid, and it it only took a few days. Oh, and it only being a few days from Christmas, I knew what the light was. It was Santa. How else could he get into my house to know I was being a good boy? I was so excited. I began walking down the stairs to greet him. Picking up my pace after the second to last step, it began, oh, it began to creep off the wall and fade into the darkness in my living room. That's when I heard him. A very strong, masculine voice, different from the first, not at all like my father's. Not to say he isn't masculine, it was just distinctly different. It said, stop, right now, go back up those stairs. I listened, turned around, and what happened next, I'm not sure I would believe if someone else had told me the same story. After reaching the top of the stairs, I heard a very loud crash that sent me running back to my mother's bed where I jumped straight under the covers and stayed there the whole night. When we woke around the next morning, the poinsettia lights, the Christmas flower, oh, the poinsettia lights, the little Christmas flower lights that glowed red, my mother had put them on the railing down the stairs. They were pulled straight to the bottom of the stairs. Some were broken and seemed like it was a forceful tear. Laying in a single pile, The dry sink in my living room had fallen from the wall. My mother could not explain it. My father was worried that we'd been victims of a home invasion. My sister was crying. There was nothing missing. Nobody had broken in. There did not seem to be any reason for this to have happened. And then I saw it. And I kept quiet about it because I was so afraid that I could not force the words out of my mouth. 
there was an edge of the wooden dry sink that had been facing up, and there were three indentations where the finish on the wood had been worn. Almost in a forceful grip, something had been there, grabbed it, and threw it down, and that's what the bang was. I was so scared. After that day, I never heard a single voice again. I, I, I do not like to imagine what was waiting for me downstairs that night, if it was anything at all. But I can tell you that the reality was something had physically acted upon two things in my house near the bottom of that stairwell. After this, I never heard another whisper again, which is sad because in some ways I would have liked to have thanked the, the man, masculine energy, that had stopped me from going down those stairs. This happened when I was seven and I'm 20 years old now. And because of this incident, I am still afraid of the dark, especially shadowy stairwells. That was scary. <laughs> Did you like that story? Yeah. And, and also, the really scary part was when they saw those scratches, mm-hmm. and also when they heard boom. Yeah, yeah. yeah was... I would have for sure. Um... I would have went in my room and unlocked the door. <laughs> That's always a good answer. Yeah. Okay. So we'll do um, another one. This one seems pretty creepy. This is called The Crib Shadow. Oh, my God. (laughs) I was babysitting my niece once while I was staying at my brother's place, and they had a baby camera set up so I could see her on the little TV it came with. I was studying and started dozing off when I heard some whispering. I realized that it was coming from the monitor. Initially, I thought it was just like some feedback or something, but when I looked at the TV, there was a dark shadow underneath my niece's crib. I've never been more terrified in my life, but the shadow was clearly there. It had not been there before. I ran into my niece's room and looked around, but saw nothing. I took her the hell out of there, though. I went back to the TV, and the shadow was clearly gone. I told my brother what happened, and he pulled me aside and told me not to mention it to my sister-in-law because she will freak out but that he had seen the same thing several times now with the same whispering. They stayed in that house for about four more years, and when my niece was learning to talk, she would tell her mom about her quote-unquote special friend. To this day, it scares the absolute shit out of me. When they moved out, my brother told me and my niece that, oh, told me that my niece had become inconsolably sad because she would miss her friend. Her mom would tell her that she could bring him along, but all she would say was that he couldn't leave the house. We were never, uh, we never have to this day told her about that damn shadow, but she apparently never saw it. Ick. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to grab that baby. I'll be like, bye. (laughs) Yeah, no, thank you. I'm good, thanks. Get the hell out of my house, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, God. I'm trying to find a really good one. God. What's a good story that you've heard? Can you tell me one? Does it have to be yours or any? It can be any story, any scary story. Oh my God, that would have to be a smiling lady that you did. Oh, <laughs> that was a good one. That was ridiculous. <laughs> All right. Well, how about um? <sighs> how about I? How about I end this note on a personal scary story? Something that really happened to me. Happened to you? Happened to me. Oh, I want to do that. You want to hear it? Yeah. Think our listeners will like it? Yeah, I think it. <laughs> Okay. Is it scary? It's for sure scary. <laughs> <laughs> no nightmares tonight. You had a pinky swear. <laughs> What's it about? It's a, it's a ghost story. Oh, a ghost? Yeah. Mm. Pinky swear? Was it about Cindy? No. All right, whatever. I'm going to tell it to you anyways, but do not be coming in my room in the middle of the night and scaring the crap out of me. 
That would be so funny, though. It's not. You've done it so many times. It scares the shit out of me every time. (laughs) It's the freaking worst. I would have been like, my! No, you just stand there like a creep staring at me. And I'm like, I literally wake up from your gaze. (laughs) You just just stare until I wake up. Then I'm like, what? And you're like... Yeah, nothing. I had a bad dream, but never mind. And then you go run back into your room, and then I feel like a piece of crap. <laughs> yeah, because you yell at me. Yeah, because you scare me so bad. <laughs> okay. So this happened. I was 16 or 17, so it was before you were born. Oh, and God. our old neighbor, Lisa. Do you remember Lisa? Oh, yeah. So. Lisa had three big dogs, and when she would go on vacation, she would always ask me to, you know, come over and either let them out or stay with them or whatever, right? So she was going on a vacation for, like, like a week. And so I was like, yeah, well, that's fine. I'll come over and we'll hang out. It'll be fun. So we're... You do it, and there's a ghost in the house. (sighs) Her house was for sure haunted. It was awful. So as soon as I walk in... Now, mind you, like, when Lisa's there, it's not as bad, but when it was just me, it was, like, just so cold. And it was, like, no matter what you did, like, how high you turned the heat up, no matter how many blankets or sweatshirts or whatever you had, it was always cold. And so me and the big dogs, she had a Great Pyrenees, a Husky, and a Border Collie, and their names were Anouk. Ash and Dodger. I remember Dodger. Yeah, Dodger was the big white one, remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was so cute. Yeah. Unfortunately, they've all since passed, but yeah. we used to go on long walks, and Lisa had this really cool belt thing that I could hook all the leashes to, so I didn't even have to like hold on to the leashes. They would just walk with me. <laughs> it was really neat. But, um, so I go in, and I'm by myself at first, and I always felt uneasy in that house, and I never really knew why. It was, it was just weird. And the first couple of nights were fine, um, other than being just like cold and lonely, and just constantly feeling like there's someone behind you. Mm-hmm. The hairs on your back and like start standing up. Oh yep. my god, I've had that happen to me. <laughs> you know, it's horrible. So, it's just, like, it's just normal, though. It's just how her house is. And I've never, I mean, before this, I never had anything, like, weird happen to me, right? So, we're sitting on the couch, and Anouk's next to me. Dodger is across the room, and then um, Ash is kind of, like, on the other side of the room from Dodger. But he's on this, like, little ottoman thing that he used to sit on um, in front of the window. (laughs) And just sitting there, like, watching TV quietly, and all of a sudden I hear this, like, loud thump from upstairs. I want to go up there. I would go straight out of that house, and I would I'd be like, Mom! <laughs> well, <laughs> that does end up happening at some point, but not at this moment. And mind you, like, I was <laughs> a teenager. It was hard for me to scream for my mom, but... It did happen. How was it hard for you? Because, like, I don't know. You feel like you're tougher than that, like, once you get bigger. You don't know yet, but it's fine. So I'm sitting there, and I hear this thump. Thump, 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 thump. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like, I just a whole bunch of nopes. Nopes, nope, 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 nope. And I see the dogs uh, react and they look up the stairs. And now, mind you, like, the way that the house is, I'm sitting in the living room. The front door is right there. And then to the left of the front door is where you would go to go up the stairs, like our old house. But she had that closed off. So there was, like, another door to go up the stairs. And that's closed. Because she liked to keep the heat down the stairs. I think Sorry. I've been in her house. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, my hairs weren't acting right. My hairs weren't acting right. Hashtag my hairs weren't acting right. So, (laughs) I love that. They weren't. They really weren't. 
<laughs> it's just such a funny way to put it. So I'm sitting there like trying to decide what to do. I'm like, okay, either way, like I'm going to have to open up that door to get the dogs out of the house, right? Because that's where the leashes and stuff are. They're yeah. right inside that door. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm by myself. And I decide I'm just going to be like, I'm going to take a deep breath. I'm going to slowly open the door. And I'm going to go up there. I'm going to make sure nobody's up there, right? So I grabbed like the closest weapon that I had. I think it was like a baseball bat. Oh, thank God. Just in case there was actually someone up there. And that's what my thought was originally. I'm, I'm not thinking ghosts. I'm not thinking shit like that. I'm like, did somebody sneak in? Yeah. To, I, I just don't know how. I don't know how anybody would sneak into this house. That's There's three huge dogs. These dogs were weighed more than I did at that point. Okay? Like, there's just no freaking way that somebody snuck in. But maybe, maybe they did. I don't know. Maybe they did very, very ninja-like sneak through the window. Maybe. And made no sound. I, at all. It'd be crazy. It'd it would be, be crazy. It would be crazy. I don't know. This year but it is. Either way. Yeah, no, gross. Yeah. I go to open the door and my hand touches the doorknob and I hear more thumps. It's like, thump, 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 thump. And I'm like, that's not even footsteps like what kind of thumping sound is this oh my god so <gasps> i open the door i have the baseball bat and i'm shaking i can barely breathe my heart is going to beat out of my chest it's in my eardrums i take a deep breath and i start to go up the stairs and i have a nook with me and a nook doesn't want to go up the stairs she does not want to go up the stairs and i'm trying to like Get her to come up with me, you know? Yeah. That's what I was like. <sighs> in my old house, at my dad's house, mm -hmm. in the basement, it was for sure haunted. Creepy. For sure. Mm. Well, let me finish really quick. So we get halfway up the stairs, and a nook stops. She's not going any further. She won't move. I'm like, shit. Okay. Do you actually say the bad words? Yes. You don't say the bad words. We've discussed this. I know. Okay. Anyways, so I get up the stairs. I'm at the top. No more thumping, no more movement. Nothing even looks out of place. And then there's the other door that goes to the attic. And it's wide open. And it's not supposed to be. It's always shut. Is that the part when you run down the stairs and go go um, ask your mom for help? Not yet. So I'm like, I look in all the rooms and make sure nobody's in here. And she didn't have any furniture or anything up there like you would have seen somebody. You know, there's no place to hide. And so I get to the bottom of the attic stairs and I look up. I don't see anything. No shadows, no movement, no lights on. And I'm like, all right, you know what? I'm not going up there. So I shut the door and I lock it. I walk back downstairs. I get the dogs on the leashes and I bring them over to our house. So I have all the dogs over there. And I don't know. It was getting later. And your dad actually had come home. And so I was like, well, I need to run over to her house and at least get some food for the dogs. Because I didn't grab anything other than like their leashes before I left. And I'm like, I'm not staying there tonight. There's no way. <laughs> Freaking sleeping there is not happening. And Tim's just like, okay, well, you know, just give me a minute and we can we can head over there. I'm like, okay, well, let's at least bring like Asher with us, you know. So we get I'll over there. Well, we didn't have that. Oh so we get over there and uh, Asher doesn't even want to go on the porch. He won't go up. I mean, it's his house. He does not even want to go on the porch. And I'm like, this is fucking weird. Like, what is going on? And so I'm like, okay. I'm like, Tim, just stay here with Asher. I'm like, I'm just going to run in and grab the food and then get out. Right? No. What I would do is I would go to the Walmart place down there. They had special food. It doesn't just shush. Okay. They had special food that I had to get specifically for all three of them. Just, you have to like... <laughs> there are reasons that I did this. <laughs> this was scary. Yeah, it was scary. It was horrible. 
So I get up to the door and I'm about to, you know, try to open the door. I put the key into the top lock, which has the deadbolt. Okay. And I go to unlock it and it won't even budge. Like not even a little bit. And I'm like, I I never have issues with this lock ever. It's so strange. I'm like, what the hell? And so I go to turn to your dad and I'm about to say it's almost like someone's holding it from the other side. Someone's holding the lock. Like that's what it felt like, you know, because if it was like sticking it, it'd wiggle a little bit, but this didn't even not, not a millimeter did not move. And the second that I go to say that, and I had turned my head to talk to him because he's down holding Asher at the bottom of the steps in the porch because Asher wouldn't even come up that far. And all of a sudden I hear this boom erupt from the middle of the door right where my face is. And it was like a large man punched that door from the other side as hard as he could. And I scream. I'm screaming at the top of my lungs. I am crying. I'm sobbing. My my eyes are just filling with tears. And I'm like, <laughs> I run off that porch and Tim was just like, what happened? Like, I thought you kicked the door. I'm like, I didn't kick the door. And my mom comes down and she heard me from the neighbor. Like we were her neighbor. She heard me from inside upstairs in the house and heard me screaming. And so Was I'm that loud. Yeah. That's how loud I screamed. I've never been more scared in my life. Quit touching the table. I've never been more scared in my life. And I'm just like, oh, I'm just totally overcome with emotion. I would never come to that house again. It was horrible. I would horrible. move to California. Mm. I would move to California. What a weird thing for you to say. Anyways, so my mom comes out and she's like, what happened? And I explained everything to her. And she's like, okay. She's like, give me the keys. I'm like, you're not fucking going in there. And she's like, you know that nobody broke in there you know that they didn't. So let's just relax and let's just look and see what is going on. Right. I'm like, okay, whatever. Go ahead. I'm not going in there, you know? And so she puts the key into the deadbolt lock and it turns just fine for her. Opens right up, door opens. And Tim went through the house and cleared the house, made sure nobody was in there. No one was nothing out of place. Just normal. And that was it. I never went into the house again until I had to. Um, It was like before the last night. And Lisa's friend Annie came over and did a blessing on the house. What was a blessing? Uh, It's supposed to take bad spirits out. Uh. Mm Mm-hmm. So, that's it. True story. 100% 100% true really happened to me. It's pretty scary, huh? Yeah. I've never been so scared. Just like, I, I felt the reverberation from how hard whatever that was hit the door. I mean, it was like being punched square in the forehead. I don't even know how else to explain it, but yeah. It was freaky. Real freaky. Did it break the door? No. Nope, and there was nothing on the other side. Like, it didn't even look like somebody had hit it. Yeah, and it was just like a plain door, like no windows or anything like that. Just plain metal door. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really scary. Yeah, it's for sure haunted. It's for sure haunted, yeah. Uh, Okay, well, I think that is all that we have time for tonight. But maybe you'll come on and do this with me again. Mm-hmm. Did you have fun? Yeah. You like it? Yeah. Okay, can you uh, tell all our stormers that they need to go on Apple Podcasts and rate and review? Can you guys go on Apple Podcasts <laughs> and... Rate and review our podcast. And rate and review our podcasts. And anything under five stars is a negative review, right? Anything under five stars is a, ne- is a negative review review <laughs> very good <laughs> do you know what we call we call our listeners no they're little stormers 
for knowledge storm. <gasps> you like it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Tell everybody good night. Good night. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. <laughs> we'll see you next time. See you next time. for sticking around. Now, I wanted to tell this one without Jack around because, <laughs> I don't know, I definitely wanted to have some sleep tonight. But I got one more story for you. So, when Jake and I first got together, um, he would come and, you know, stay at my house. I'd hang out with him. I, you know, we'd do all these things, have fun, blah, blah, blah. And I had already had Jack before, you know, him and I had met. So it was one night we were staying at the house and I had told him beforehand, I'm like, listen, I know this sounds weird, but my house is haunted. And he was just very skeptical. He's like, yeah, okay, cool, whatever. And I was like, okay. And um, obviously this is kind of like before he really moved in with me. And uh, it was like a few months down the road or whatever. And I was pregnant with Roman at the time. And I think Jack was with his dad. And um, I'm upstairs. And like the way that the house was, like it was, you know, the first floor, the second floor, and the third floor. And then we had our basement. And I was on the third floor because that's where our bedroom was. And I'm just folding laundry and whatever. And all of a sudden I hear Jake yelling from the bottom of the stairs, like the first floor stairs. And I'm like, what is he yelling about? And so I come down the stairs to the third floor and I'm standing at the top of the second floor. And he's like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> what's the problem? Is everything okay? He's like, I swear to God, I thought I just heard you fall down the stairs and I got really scared and I ran in here and you weren't here. And he's like, but I, I mean, I because he was sitting out on the porch and he's like, I swear to God, I heard it. And it like, it was so loud. Like I, I was really scared and I was just like, well. I'm fine. And I definitely didn't fall down the stairs. Like I was just folding laundry. He's like, okay, weird, whatever, you know? <laughs> so fast forward a few more months and I don't know, I was probably about five months pregnant at this point. And once again, Jack, I think was at his dad's and it's just him and I in the house. And now mind you, I had been hearing this for like, God, I, I want to say it was ever since that ever since I had gotten pregnant and it was really, really creepy and it really bothered me, but I would hear this sound that would come from like, it, it was always sounded like it came from like another room. It was like far away, but it, and it was faint, but I could hear it and I could understand it. And it would be like a little kid and it would say, mommy. And... <laughs> Most of the time, like, I would just think it was Jack or, you know, whatever. And I would tell Jake about it. And he'd just be like, yeah, you're just hearing things like that's weird. And it would happen, you know, when Jack wasn't home or, you know, stuff like that. But it was always like, uh, you know, he didn't believe me. He just, you know, brushed under the rug. And I'm like, okay, well, I know what I heard. <laughs> and it happened multiple times. Like, that was what was freaky. So we're upstairs. I think once again, we're folding laundry, but we're folding laundry together this time. And, um, all of a sudden he is standing there and we're just, you know, talking and it was quiet for a second and I hear it. 
You hear it come from the bottom of the stairs. Mommy? And he looks at me. And I'm like, please tell me that you heard that. And he's like, yeah, what the fuck was that? <laughs> and I'm like, thank God. <laughs> oh, because I'm thinking like, maybe I really am crazy. <laughs> maybe I am just hearing shit. I don't know. I don't know. And just the fact that he finally had heard it. And I'm like, that's what I've been hearing. Like, that was it. That's what I've been hearing. And he's like, this, that's, that's awful. Like, what? <laughs> and so we go downstairs. We look all over the place. Like, nobody's there. We know that no one's there. But you could just, you know, when something like that happens, you just have to, like, make sure. You have to make sure that there really isn't anybody in the house. Like, if somebody, like, snuck in. I, I don't know. I don't know. And, um, that's just like one of the few things that had happened in the house that I had finally had somebody else experience with me. Cause I can sit here and say that, oh, well, this is what happened. This is what happened all day long. But until somebody actually experiences it and sees it and hears it or whatever, it, it is hard to believe. It's hard to put any stock into the story, you know, cause you think it's just that you think it's just a story, but, um, yeah, I, I kind of wish Jake was here right now. <laughs> he, I, I know for sure he would pick on me about it, but he knows. He knows that he, he heard it and he experienced it finally. And um, we've had discussions since then. He's just like, none of this shit happened to me ever until I met you. He's like, it's you. <laughs> and I'm just like, well, you know, maybe. I hope not. But either way. I uh, hope you all sleep well tonight. And uh, obviously, if you have any questions, you know, about the stories that I told or especially my personal stories, I'd be happy to answer any of them that you've got. All right. Once again, thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.
I'm five. It's Easter morning. I wake up super excited to go see my Easter basket. My mom always went way overboard, and it was essentially Christmas and spring. Only child, FTW. I don't, I don't know what that means. I feel like an old person right now. I'm sorry. Some of you guys will have to tell me what that means later. Anyway, I jump up and sneak out of my room. It's just before dawn. Still dark out, but light is starting to refract around the horizon, making everything that dark twilight. I sneak downstairs. Oh, I sneak down the hallway, well aware my parents are still asleep and hoping that they'll wake up soon so I can tear into the massive basket of toys and candy. As I get to the end of the hallway and peek into the living room, I see it. At first, I think my parents are up, but as I get a clear look at it, this part is slightly fuzzy. I remember it. It was big, tall, gray. Something about its skin made me think of short fur. So uh, naturally, I, I thought that it was the Easter Bunny or that my dad had dressed up as the Easter Bunny. The things actually, oh, the things actual form eludes me. Just that it was tall and gray and the weird thing is when I picture it in my head, everything else in the scene is crystal clear. Everything except that. I can see it in my head and it's like someone put like a blur filter over this thing's shape. Like what they do for people's faces on like crops. Maybe that's where I got the impression of the fur. Maybe it really was blurry in my life. Like active camouflage or it was done after the fact, assuming that it was what I now believe it to be. As I said, this experience cannot be substantiated by physical evidence, so I just shrugged it off until recently. But something about that memory would often pop into my head. Like when I go to the dentist and everything's great until they lay me down and the light is in my eyes and the drill sets in. Since the primary account, oh, since that primary encounter, that is what usually starts the flashing in my head. And the Easter Bunny experience is much less frequent these days, but it still happens all the same. Thanks for sticking around, guys. I hope that that last story was worth it. Have a good night.